Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Whiskey Geeks. It's part two of our comeback special. My name's Tim. And I'm Alex, and we are two brothers on a quest to bring you the perfect pairing of whiskey and comics. Tim, part two's all about the whiskey. Heck yeah. If you missed part one, um, go back and listen to it, or go watch it. We just talked for an hour about uh, MCU TV shows, Star Wars TV shows, comic books, uh, and all that stuff. And yeah, this time we're just... We're just talking straight booze. And it's all booze this time. We'll see if we go an hour on this one uh, <laughs> as well. Um, it's been it's it's been a while. Um, <laughs> it's how I've already been drinking um, since we've done any reviews or anything. So as we mentioned, episode one, we've I mean it's been like three months. So since Christmas time, basically, um, we've both accumulated probably a fair number of bottles. Uh, we've also participated and hosted a couple of tastings with our whiskey club. So we wanted to come on here, talk about some whiskey news, talk about what we've tasted, kind of give a little bit of a preview of what's coming in the next little bit on uh, neck pour sessions and reviews and what we've acquired. So yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's a lot. It's going to be I, a lot. I feel, like, I feel like a lot of whiskey has joined the shelf We've certainly both enjoyed yeah. a number of very fine drams mm. uh, mm-hmm. since we've since we've last recorded. Uh, many of those have actually been with each other. That's uh, true. Virtually That's true. on uh, some Friday night Zooms. Yeah. So which yeah. has been nice. And, and yeah, we were actually, we did two very great tastings with our clubs featuring yeah. two of our favorite Canadian whiskey distilleries. Now, unfortunately, I w- missed both of them. Um, one, I was hilariously sick, uh, both, so both ends. So sick. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah, I had a gastro thing that we think might've been the norovirus. It was so bad that I, uh, got up in the middle of the night at like 2 AM to go get a glass of water and then straight up fainted in my front hall. Um, actually very lucky. I didn't fall down a flight of pass out down a flight of stairs, concrete stairs, I should say. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually very lucky that it wasn't worse than it was. Yeah. Um, or that you didn't smack your head off the corner of your island. In corner your kitchen. of the granite island or, or yeah. the wall or the glass didn't break and go into my jugular. Anyway, it was a yeah. thing. So I, I missed our first tasting, which we can just talk about right now. Yeah, so the yeah. first club tasting that we did that I missed that I'm very, very excited to get into. And there's some news about this as well. We've talked about this distillery a bunch. It was, I think, my favorite. Yep, won the award for favorite non-Scottish whiskey. Um, Macaloni's. Look at this tasting kit for those watching on YouTube. Oh, Look at this. And as you said, with some news with this, this is now Ooh. a piece of. This is a collector's piece now oh, because this has. Maybe I shouldn't drink it. No, yeah, don't drink it. Um, this now has the old original the og name of the distillery on here damn it we don't we don't do the whiskey no, no, thing no. to collect i'm you know i'm drinking all a hundred percent you're gonna drink that um yeah. but yes they they've officially settled that lawsuit with the swa yeah. and they have i mean slight rebrand they've dropped yeah. the caledonia from the yeah. name so they're now the macaloni's island distillery which I think kind of runs, rolls off the tongue a little bit better. Macaloni um, and Caledonia back to back trying to say was yeah. a lot. It was a mouthful. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so we hosted, uh, we had Robin, their brand ambassador, come on with our club and we were able to procure a number of these little kits. This is the Macaloni's The Origins kit. Um, so going through the uh, Glen Loy, the Poichin, which is their pot, pot still. So like good. pot triple distilled, like their Irish style. Yeah. Uh, the Macna Brache, which is a wine barrel finish. Um, the, I'm butchering all of these names, by the way. <laughs> the well. Serhade Brache, which is their um, oh, Oloroso and PX Sherry. Oh my God, I'm so S- excited. At the, the STR. The STRs. P- oh. So excited for that one. Uh, and then the uh, Peated Derek Brache, which I'm just about at the bottom of a bottle of Peated Macna Brache, which you just got i was gonna say i've i've got about half a this is the peated mac macnabrish peter macnabrish yeah yeah i'm i'm i've got like two ounces left so i've been nursing it um but you were there Uh, i was there what did people think how was it people really really liked it um it's very good it's really good and i mean the wild thing i mean you know i think we've said this before the crazy thing about macaroni's is a lot of the stuff you can't even call whiskey yet yeah i know it's spirit because it, it's it's island spirit because it hasn't spent three years in an oak cask yet yep. now the amazing thing they're doing is they're able to get this incredible flavor into their whiskey with the str casks that they're using which i know we've talked about before um and if you have this might be someone's first episode of the whiskey geeks thanks for joining us by the way so it's shave toast toast, recharge which is basically a way to rejuvenate a cask and it also allows a lot of the like the alcohol to interact with the oak faster so it doesn't need to spend as much time in the barrel to impart the flavors and to get all those congeners see that's a tough word uh the flavor well you know just to get the flavor into the into the spirit so I hit my mic with my glenn karen it made i heard nice it it sounded noise it really was it was intentional cheers um, cheers to uh, dr jim swan for coming up with the str process too yes absolutely flex that whiskey geeks brain oh so it's i it really is incredible I mean, I'm just, you know, incredible whiskey, incredible Canadian spirit, whatever you want to call it. But the, I mean, our, our group, I think is leans towards liking the peated stuff. At least the people that mm-hmm. were in this tasting were leaning in that direction. So I, I would have said the favorites were the Poichin, yeah. the, the triple, because I think that one really took a lot of people by surprise. Yeah. Um, when I've you're... tried it, I tried it before. Like I was fortunate right before uh, the end of days, i.e. COVID. <laughs> uh, I visited Macaloni's uh, March 2020. That's right. Um, and I actually, I tried the Poichin there and I was just like, this friggin' rocks. And then um, Whiskey Dad, our dad, got one of these Origins kits like two years ago. Yeah. Um, and like passed us some samples of it and that that poison's amazing yeah really really yeah. like it i mean you like that, irish whiskey yeah you'll like you'll, if you yeah. like that irish whiskey irish style whiskey is woo yeah um but, but i am wine pumped. like you're yeah. you're a big fan because you had that uh the bottle of their cast strength uh wine barrel fit wine str barrel finish right uh-huh yeah the um yeah their first cask 
uh, cask strength release. I've picked up a couple of bottles of that. So it's the uh, Invermalley. That's right. Which is the, um, yeah, Red Wine Bariques. Mm-hmm. STR Red Wine Bariques. And hot damn, is that bottle amazing. I bought two yeah. as like a, hey, it's their first it's their first cask strength. Maybe I'll just, I'll buy two. It was like a hundred bucks. Like I'll save 10 one. bucks a bottle. Maybe I'll save one and I'll just throw it in the back of my cupboard and maybe I'll, maybe this will be the one thing that I use as a collector item and sell it in a couple. And I like, I tried it and immediately was like, oh, that second bottles. I'm going to get in that. I'm going to crack into Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm not going to be able to just let it sit there and not drink it because that shit's delicious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, great tasting. Robin was fantastic. He he was actually in a hotel room down in New York at the time. Nice and a huge. I mean, he just did such a great job facilitating, um, like getting us the kits and like the shipping to different you know different places. Anyways, it was it was great, and he was yeah. uh, he was great. And he stayed on like after the tasting was like officially over. I just stayed on. We just, you know, shot the breeze for another hour with, you know, a few nice. stragglers. And yeah, it was, it was wonderful. Cool. Well, if you have a, a club out there and you want to do a cool whiskey tasting, highly yeah. recommend giving Macaroni's a call and uh, seeing with them. Another one that our club did, which I, I missed out on because I don't think we've mentioned this on this episode, but uh, I welcomed a second child into the world with my wife was congratulations she's just over a week old so at the time of this tasting we were in baby prep mode and it was like i might have to at any point drive my wife to the hospital so i was just on a i'm not Not, touching alcohol not not drink five drams Um, but we hit up this other canadian distillery up in the yukon the wonderful wizards of two brewers oh yeah and look at this effing cat i'm gonna open this for those watching they did a great job you don't fall look at all that whiskey so much whiskey so kits that we got it was two two samples of each of them yeah well so one to have as a group and then just one to save and have later yeah just way to do it you know what we should send you two because one you can enjoy it and then i mean so we actually Bob Baxter, you know, one of the brewers and founders of, yeah. of Two Brewers Whiskey uh, was the one that we were talking to. And he said, well, you know, and then you can share the second one with someone else that you want to let know about Two Brewers. Or Genius. you could have a second one to drink and enjoy later on for yourself. Genius. And just, it was great. Bob, you're a um, genius. Just, yeah, the, wonderful, wonderful, hu- again, wonderful human being. And yeah. that's actually what is in my glass. I'm, I have a little bit, first? yeah, a little bit of the nice. uh, release number 31. The, just, just the classic. There you nice, go. Just yeah, so they, wonderful. so they do their things in releases and batches. So I'll just I'll yeah. let people know what was in the kit. So it was release 31, the classic. Uh, we had release 30, which is a peated. Uh, 25, which is another peated. 27, which is labeled as innovative. Ooh, yes. interesting. Uh, and then 28, which is a, a special finishes one. So five different releases. 28, uh, buddy. 28, yeah. 28 right. was that sherry finish. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Was that that PX? Finish? PX finish? Shit. Oh, buddy. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. Um, should <laughs> it I was, just... Should I yes. just order three bottles of it right yes. now? Yes, yes, you should. Uh, no, that was actually right. 
Bob dropped so much knowledge on the group. And it was like, I don't want to take away like from other whiskey tastings that we've been in. We've been very fortunate to, you know, be spoiled. We we are absolutely (laughs) spoiled, but we got spoiled with Bob. He, I mean, he spoke for almost two hours straight. Jeez. Can't wait. And and it was from the perspective of like a brewer he's and the a maker. distiller, right? He's the yeah. maker. So every aspect of how they do this, he he's a he's a part of. Nice. And it was it was great. One of my favorite slides in his presentation is he had like close up shots of the staves from their casks with cool. the five different char levels. And so like you could actually see like the cracks in the wood. So like the more heavily charred you get, the more like the drier the wood is at the like at the surface level. So the more cracks there are, which means the spirit can go farther in like and I just like geeked out hard. I was like, Bob, I got to stop you right here. I'm very excited about what you're talking about. (laughs) I might. uh, We've been chit chatting back and forth, Bob and I. Yeah. Um, I've got the recording of our club tasting. Maybe I'll see if uh, we can get permission to edit that part out and throw yeah. it up as a little yeah, just a Geeks little special edition. Learn some stuff. Yeah, because it on, was uh, it was great. Because I've I talked to a couple other members of our club recently, just like, hey, how was it? What'd you think? You know, just trying to gauge some stuff. There's some guys in our neighborhood, and uh, and like they've both mentioned like when he went into the different char levels, like, it was just awesome. Yeah. So maybe we'll put that up as a little special edition thing. Yeah. Rad. Well, I mean, like, I'm super pumped because I've had, I don't even remember what release it was from Two Brewers, but I've only tried one one uh, sample from Two Brewers. Yeah. So is that um, the Edmonton Scotch Club? Bottle no, the that one I've that got? you've got? No, yeah. I still haven't tried that. You still haven't tried that one. Okay. Because we we're wanting to do that together. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> pour, pour um, right now. <laughs> No, I should. Um, no, it was one that one that our dad had. Yeah, but okay. I can't remember what it was. Uh, but it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited to dive into yeah. all of these wonderful Canadian yeah. whiskeys. Um, so good. So we did one other tasting. We got to shout out one other glorious son of a bitch. Oh, the goat. <laughs> uh, friggin' Mike Brisebois, the whiskey explorer. If you don't follow him, what are you doing? Oh. Um, we, I was very fortunate enough to win one of his random draws through being a member of the Whiskey Explorer Society, um, and won a couple of tasting kits for uh, a recent Deanston tasting. Thank you for that, by the way. You're welcome. I should have just kept it. In retrospect, I should have kept all of them myself. (laughs) Sons of bitches. Yeah. Uh, and then, so... It was six samples, yeah. and I'll just run through them really quick. Um, so there was the Deanston Kentucky bourbon cask matured, which started us off, which was okay. It was a it was really fine. nice entry level. Really just nice Just a entry nice level. entry level whiskey, yeah. Um, and then we went to a, I think the next one was the stout cask finish, right? Yep. I think the special, so yeah. Deanston stout cask finish at a 50%. Hmm. Yep. Uh, we went to a Deanston 17-year-old, um, 46%. And then shit got crazy. And then it got then it got wild. So, like, those three were good. Well, this, yeah, that first 17 
was good and the stout one was uh, like because we talked about this at the time like it was along the lines of the offerman lag right right like yes. it had some of those yep. like stout influences i mean this was non-peated of course but yeah um had a bit of that yeah um so then we went up kicked it up a notch to a deanston 2002 port cask finish um at a 51 percent. it's very nice very good we then was were blown away by a Deanston 2001 organic PX hogshead finish, which was a Taiwanese exclusive. Yeah. Which was a 54%. That um, one was spectacular. Unreal. Spectacular. Un unreal how good that was. And, one uh, of the and things, then sorry, just before, one of the things mm -hmm. that I've always said about Mike is his ability to source bottles. It's crazy like it's he's unrivaled in the in his ability to just get bottles so like how do you yeah. get a taiwanese exclusive release i just i mean i know I he mean, didn't go to taiwan i don't think no <laughs> you know so, so it's after trying this one i was just like i would pay a, an amount of money that i'm glad my wife is sleeping <laughs> I, I would be willing to pay an amount an absurd amount of money to buy a bottle of yeah to buy that yeah. bottle so i went looking i was like i wonder i can't find it there's no auction houses there's like you can barely find any information on it yeah like there's hardly um, even reviews anywhere most of the things you can find are in websites not written in english yeah um but so that was phenomenal uh and then you know we closed it off with a deanston 1974 37 year old Oh, it's no big deal. Yeah. Casual. Just casual. Yeah, just... And a 37-year-old still at 50%. Yeah. Yeah. Which... That that was the thing that was crazy. It's like, sorry, we're getting a cast strength 37-year-old whiskey? Yeah. And what was your... Bananas. I mean, I know what you said about that, but after you had it, where does that whiskey rank for you? Ooh. I put it, I believe I said in the, in the chat that night, I said that this gives the 46 year old Bunahaman uh -huh. that we tried with Mike a run for its money yeah. as the single best whiskey I've ever tasted. Yeah. It was so flavorful. And I think it, Crazy. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it was still 50%. Yeah. A yeah. lot of that really old stuff is always like low forties. Well, just 40s, because for the most part. yeah <clears throat> yeah but yeah wow. it was that was an incredible Ooh. tasting mike of course crushed it on the presentation oh. knowledge side of things we did like a deep dive on the deanston distillery yeah. um obviously i, since I honestly was... cannot recommend his tastings enough again yeah. if you're a whiskey fan in canada join the whiskey whiskey explorer society yeah he runs an absurd amount of time i don't know where how he has the time but the no. amount of tastings that he runs is, uh, and it's amazing. And they're all very, very well priced for what you get. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like compared to some of the other ones that you get, I mean, I'm like, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but no. it's yeah. For, for what you're getting and just and the, the knowledge, yeah, the, the, the really effort, good. 
effort that Mike puts into his presentations really makes me think the next time we run our own, we really got to up our game. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. We're amazing hosts too. Oh, sure. um, So a couple of whiskey news things that I want to hit, and then we're going to get into our pickups. Yeah. Stuff that we've picked up. Then we'll get out of here. Um, Real quick though. So you're drinking two brewers. Mm Mm-hmm. Two Brewers release 31, which is their classic, which has a, it's very clearly a Canadian whiskey. Um, So like it does have those like, you know, part, like it is part rye, but unpeated, just a very, like a very nice, um, I think, I think Bob was saying most of the, like the classics are around the six to seven year. Nice. Um, So yeah, it's just nice, clean, um, cereal. Like right lots on. of the, those cereal notes, and then you're getting some of that vanilla from the from the oak. Yeah, it's really really nice. Cool. Um, I was going to tell you what I'm drinking, but it's in my list of things I picked up, so oh. I'm going to do that when I get to it. Um, Can I ask a you a question things? that I didn't ask in the first one, which this yeah. probably would have been better? That's not Elsa. That's up on your oh. mantle, obviously, <laughs> but it's like light blue, and it's been bothering me because it's autographed. No. Yeah, I got an and Elsa I- autograph. Yeah, no. no. Uh, now this is for those just listening. I've got a one of those pop, pop vinyl, pop figurines. Uh, that is uh, Bill oh. Nye the Science Guy, my friend. <laughs> oh, because you, yeah, you did a like you've hosted him for yeah. uh, a couple talks. Yeah, for, yeah, right, right. Okay. Yeah, in a in a a now previous life, yeah. <laughs> was a booking agent and um, helped colleges and universities. Uh, with event planning and such. And I did three shows with yeah. uh, Mr. Science Guy. And so at the at one of them, the, the school had went to their store and bought like six of them. Nice. Uh, for like the student council members. And there was an extra one. And I was like, can I buy that from you and have him sign it for me? And they're like, oh, you can just have it, Tim, for all your help. So oh, I was able sorry. to get a autographed Bill Nye pop yeah. figure. No, that's fine, man. D- fine. Didn't mean to sidetrack that. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, just a couple of things in the uh, whiskey world that I wanted to mention. Two things. Well, three, but we already touched on the lawsuit with Macaloni's. Right. Um, uh, one of my favorite distilleries, Glen Scotia, yes. just released a 46-year-old. What, they so just found I'm this now, at the back of the warehouse? I have no idea. <laughs> but I'm now wanting to just kind of do some crowd crowdfunding of if anyone wants to donate yeah. some shekels towards me buying a bottle of it because you know it's only 10 grand um yeah. i would put on one hell of a you know what if people want to help fund it we'll do a tasting yeah oh gosh absolutely right? let's do it um what 10 grand you get 26 ounces <laughs> yep it's only 300 400 bucks a person huh. 400 bucks an ounce come on guys let's do let's do this sure. um <laughs> but that excites me because that's the oldest expression that Glen Scotia has ever done. I'm yeah. never going to get to taste it. Um, but I that thought that was, I thought that was exciting. Also, the other thing I was ahead. just going to say also Glen Scotia related was there. Um, what was that? Their special, oh, the Campbelltown, the Campbelltown festival special release that they, yeah. that they're putting out that we're also unlikely to be able to get a bottle of, but it's peated. Yeah. It's a peated, peated Campbelltown. P2PX, I believe, finish. Yeah. Every year they come up with these, their limited 
you know, either their distillers edition or their Campbelltown Malts Festival, which is, I mean, for a lot of people know about Facial, yeah. the um, Isla uh, Festival. Um, Campbelltown is their own, and they they all have their own special releases. And for the last like three years, the Campbelltown Malt Festival release from Glen Scotia has looked incredible. It's all, I mean, right up, it's all been right up my alley. It's all like Oloroso and PS finished and <laughs> Sherry Hogshead at 56%. Like it's all stuff Sherry, you absolutely want to have. I really want. Um, but yeah, and then them doing a peated is super interesting because uh, I have yet to try a peated. Uh, not, I've tried peated Campbelltown because Long Row right. um, is very good. The Long Row peated is very good. But uh, not tried anything peated from Glen Scotia, and god damn, it would be cool. Um, the other weird thing in whiskey news that I wanted to bring up that you actually turned me on to was a little something that Ardbeg was doing. Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So Ardbeg did a, a special... So it, it's actually really... The whiskey sounds really cool. So... <laughs> It's a Ardbeg that they buried under the bog where they get their peat from. So it's huh. right. So the name, I mean, it's in Gaelic, so I'm going to butcher it. Fon Foyd. Sounds and right. It means under the turf, right? It's pretty cool. So what they did was they took two casks of their Ardbeg, you know, Ardbeg whiskey in second fill bourbon casks buried them for two years and sorry almost three years and the idea with that is that these are oxygen deprived casks now the whole thing with casks is that they interact with the environment around them yeah and one of the main things is it needs air to breathe yeah so uh, the tasty notes on this is that it imparted a earthy, mossy, and herbal <laughs> flavors Shocking. as opposed to the trademark intense smoky notes. So, I mean, of course, because you buried it in the ground and it wasn't yeah. interacting with the sea spray in the air and, and all the rest of it. So from a strictly experimental whiskey, that sounds kind of fun, right? Yeah. Sure. So the only way to buy this, though, ah. was as an NFT. Ah, there we go. And so for those of the uninitiated, the NFT is the non-fungible token, which is on the blockchain and the crypto and yada, 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 means that this one virtual it's very, model... It's a very good explanation that you just gave. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, that this one virtual bottle of whiskey is is just yours because it has the blockchain behind it to identify this one section of code and you've got the NFT as the certificate. There. Anyways, very basic explanation of how NFTs work. So you can then exchange your right. virtual bottle of Ardbeg for a real bottle right. of the Ardbeg whiskey. Now, what would you pay for a bottle of Ardbeg? There was only two casks. Okay, so we're so we're talking 
700 you know 600 bottles times two depending on i mean depending on the size of the cask i assume it's a regular you know regular bourbon cask so let's say there are 1300 bottles i mean uh i mean not what not what you would pay right because i think it's worth you would pay versus what you think they might be selling it for are two very different things right so let's say normally for normally for stuff like that i mean for like single cask stuff that's like special edition i mean a lot of the stuff that we're going to be talking about very shortly is single cask special edition (laughs) single cask special edition type thing what you've got over your shoulder yeah we'll get to that um and you know i i would say on the high end on the high end, I would say three fifty. On the very high end, I would say five five to six hundred. Okay. On the moderate end, two two fifty is usually a single cask bottle kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you've dabbled in some cryptocurrency, yes? Yeah, I own some. Yeah, yeah. Would you spend one Ethereum coin on this NFT? Because that's the cost. It's it's one full ETH one coin. One full ETH coin. Hang on a second. Let me pull yeah. up my app. Yeah. That's that's the cost. Oh, oh boy. Do, do you want to know what one ETH is trading at right now? I would. Uh, three grand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's spicy. Yeah. Now, just remember, your one How ETH old coin... I, I mean, I assume... It's maybe their 10-year-old, like, so it spent seven years like a regular art bag, and then they buried it for three years. It it doesn't say. It just says two casks of art bag whiskey in second fill bourbon were buried in a peat bog for two years and 10 months. It's hmm. concerning. For one ETH coin. I mean, I get what they're doing. They'll sell out. Okay. That's the here, thing. Okay. Here we go. A bit more information. 456 bottles. Okay. I probably Total. would have, I probably would have changed my price with only 400 bottles. I probably would have been like low end. I mean, it would, I wouldn't have said $3,000. No, no. I probably would have said low end 500, high end a thousand. Sure. Um, but yeah, 3000. And that's, yeah, that's, let's remember that's just for the NFT. Yeah, which you then have to exchange. <laughs> which you then exchange if you want. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah I wish I want to look at It's like, so the NFT, it's like you get like a, I don't want to degrade the NFT technology because I do think that it's very promising. But it's like you get like a nice little photo of it and there's like some other kind of like virtual display of the bottle or something like that that you get. And then you exchange that coin for it. Yeah, so okay. it... And the thing so is, the, you can resell that coin, right? Like that's the thing with the NFT technology. Is like, yeah, someone you could buy it for one Ethereum, and then you could auction that off, and then potentially get two or yeah. one and a half Ethereum, and then that person can exchange it or resell it. I mean, it's this. Yeah, so that's making a physical product out of a non-physical yeah. thing. It's so the purchase system. was done through Blockbar.com, okay. which is a Singapore-based uh, blockchain. Yep. A facility where they've got their warehouse apparently all of the like physical bottles of this were being stored at the Singapore facility and it said buyers can 
um, either redeem their NFT for a physical bottle or they can trade their NFT within the block bar marketplace, store their bottle in their virtual bar or offer the NFT um, up for sale on the block bar marketplace. So like like a lot of other NFT places, has the, what you can has do with this, this stuff. Has this happened yet? Has it like yeah? Hit so the it, was, it was yeah. So it was April nineteenth uh, when this. Are they sold happened. out? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. This this might have been a good thing to go and check out. I mean, I I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'm like I'm sure they are, right? Like I can't I can't imagine that it that it wouldn't be, but that does seem. I mean. I understand a lot of people are jumping on the NFT bandwagon yeah. and this is the first instance of a distillery Whiskey. doing it that I've, yeah. that I've heard of. So like it's innovative, it's cool, but that is pricey for a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Especially for a, a apparently non-age statement, other than the fact that it spent almost three years under a bog. I mean, yeah. it, could it be that it is only <laughs> like three years old? I mean, it looks pretty cool though oh sure yeah i mean it looks cool. marketing on this is all pretty cool yeah but again marketing even the virtual like the virtual bar yeah yeah so anyway like storage and insurance uh oh, i think i gotta like sign into this to see if i can see if there's any left see if there's any left i believe there's still some left oh well for th- one ethereum coin you might think there's some might be some left because think for three thousand surprised well for three thousand dollars like like think about the bottles you can get oh I, well that's the thing like you right? know i mean you could buy three of those bottles or one glenn scotia 46 uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah for three grand you could buy some a lot sweet like, yeah a lot of very Sweet bottles, a lot of good stuff, or like some other, yeah, like thirty-year-old bottle of yeah. something that you know is fantastic, for sure. Yeah, yeah. When we, I think, it was under three grand when we we bought the Highland Park thirty. Yeah. Um, and Bunahaben, their thirty, their thirty-year-old was a thousand. Yeah. Could have got three Bunahaben thirty-year-olds. Yep. For the price of one potentially six-year-old Ardbeg. Yeah. Anyways. interesting well that's yeah. fun yeah that's well, kind of, hey yeah. kind you of know fun. what i i like distilleries swinging for the fences and doing cool stuff um let's start our what bottles we've recently um acquired i, I want to start one off with one that you've got um yeah. so ardbeg did one where they deprived it of <laughs> they they subterranean subterraneously aged it um we've got a bottle of whiskey that was sonically aged yeah we do we've got metallica's blackened which was housed and aged with a curated metallica playlist that infused it with the epicness of metallica rock and roll yeah so they basically put a speaker up to the barrel and played metallica music at it yeah well that's what they did yeah yeah i love but i love how it's like sonically hilarious it it is it actually is like really that's a an absolute nothing um a nothing thing that's a fun marketing twist 
And it's um, got like a nice QR code on here so you can actually get the playlist that was played cool. in the warehouse. And so yeah, it's a, so I mean, it's a blend of straight whiskeys finished in black brandy casks, which I also oh. kind of like that they, you know, it's like black brandy and it was to celebrate the Metallica Black album. And right. yeah, so um, we went, we went halvesies because you couldn't get it in Ontario. It was only available out in BC. Yeah. So shout out to my buddy Aiden, who I made go and I think he had to, he went and grabbed me a bottle and then someone else up here in Ottawa was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I was like, hey, do you mind running back? <laughs> so he made a couple trips to grab a couple bottles. And you and I went splitsies on a, on a bottle because we didn't really feel like we both needed a full bottle of something that was sonically aged. No, from what I've tasted and gathered when metal bands make whiskey, it's pretty much Jameson. So I'm, yeah. I haven't tried my half yet <clears throat> so i'm um I, i'm anticipating something that's very drinkable and it's 45 percent. it's it's exactly what you, you think it is yeah i i, cool. I have had it we'll we'll jump on at some point and we'll do a share a dram together and and do a review yeah. but spoiler warning there are going to be a shit ton of metallica puns and oh. i want to see how many song titles i can put in the review organically i it, there i will, bet it'll be more than one. Oh, it'll definitely be more than one yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, got him <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean they'll be, it'll it'll be fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Charge your batteries. Um, <laughs> now I just want to do it. Uh, I want. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? With well, you know, I got. This is another one that we both have a bottle of, and I, I just feel like it comes off the musty, earthy, herbal notes of that buried art bag. Let's talk about the Canadian bottle that we both picked up bareface oh yeah nice. did this experimental this is bottle expression one of their <clears throat> wilderness series which is a limited release i'm not sure how limited um but this was infused with mushroom wild mushrooms yeah, that were hand picked by um i guess like in a sustainable fashion with the help of a local, um, I don't naturalist that uh, went out and helped uh, went out and with them and helped them do this. So this is with Matsutake um, wild mushrooms, yeah, that were cool, dropped, dropped into the barrel. So yeah. I so this came. I I first heard about this by a. Uh, a buddy of mine up here, Max, who picked up a bottle and just said, this was too interesting not to buy. <laughs> and he said, it's, he said, it's, it's very drinkable. It's very smooth, which is sort of classic bareface. but he also said it, it is earthy. Hmm. So All I'm, right. I'm actually looking forward to, to cracking this one. Yeah, it should be good. So yeah, 42 and a half percent. Um, it was aged in French oak, red wine casks and sherry pipes. So yeah, that so, sounds incredibly drinkable. Yeah, very very intriguing. Nice. Um, do you okay? Do you, yeah. How do you want to do this? Do you want to go one for one? How about or you? Do you want to just how about blow you, through all my stuff? Yeah, you blast through yours. Okay, and then I'll blast through mine. We'll get out of here. All right. 
Um, I've s just staying on the Canadian side of things. I've got this very nice bottle of, again, Macaroni's with the old school logo. This is uh, one of their Trois Casques series. Um, this is the Highland, uh, the blend of the Blair Athol and McDuff. So I gotta... finished. That was the bottle after I went when I went there uh, in March 2020. Yep. That is the bottle that I picked up, and I. I mean, I've, it's gone. Yeah. Um, it is very good. Yeah. So this is 57.5%, uh, one of only 797 bottles, and you had one of the other ones. So how about that? Yours is 57%? Yes. Oh, mine definitely not? was not. Oh, no. really? Oh, interesting. Huh. Now I'm wondering if they had a non-cast strength release version of this hmm. as well. Um, this, this bottle was actually gifted by the whiskey dad to, um, in remembrance of my dear, sweet, good boy Strider, my yeah. uh, 15, 15 and a half year old chocolate lab who passed away just recently. So he uh, got this, uh, to remember him. So every time we mm -hmm. have a sip of this, I'll be uh, thinking of, thinking of my good boy dog. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple actually bottles, uh, from single cast nation that I inexplicably have not opened yet. So this, uh, we were talking about Mike earlier. So this is actually blended malt number nine or nine year old at 65.4%. So this was a it's very good whiskey explorer. I, I will say I have tried it because I was over at his house, uh, humble brag, yeah. and he cracked a bottle and we, we shared a dram and this is phenomenal stuff. Yeah, it's really good. So uh, I don't know how, I guess it's because I tried it with him that I didn't feel the need to crack it right away. And I don't know what I've been waiting for, but I can't wait to, uh, to get back into that one. Content, you've been waiting to make content. That's right. That's the problem. <laughs> and then I've got this really, oh, it's like in the box. Now you get to hear me open the box. Um, this is the Single Cast Nation Westport 16 year old, which is Glenn Morangi. Oh, nice. Right. Wow, it's just, the light's blasting that one out. Um, so this low. is also cast strength. So this is 50.6%. Nice. So which is obviously going to be very, very good. Um, moving right along, a bottle that I picked up for the whiskey wife, uh, Beth. I've got this nice Deanston 12-year-old uh, Madeira cask finish. Ooh. So this is a little special, special release um, that was able to to get our hands on. And I don't know if you can see, but the, still haven't cracked that, eh? Still haven't cracked it. Jeez. So um, then I believe this is something that we both have. So this is the oh yeah James Eady 11 year old Cole Ela um, Sherry cask finished at 56.5%. So Ooh. this is, um, I did, I did crack this and have so like a, a tiny little snort of yeah. when, um, when I got this, this was my birthday bottle, um, from the whiskey, from the whiskey dad and, and you, um, yeah, so very, uh, very it's hilarious. Excited. So dad was like, I'm going to buy Alex a bottle of this Colila, um, Palo Cortado finish, by the way. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, and uh, for his birthday, you want to come in on? I was like, hell yeah, that sounds amazing. Unbeknownst to me, he then bought me a bottle for the uh, second kiddo as for a the celebration set, yeah. for that. 
I was like all bummed. I was like, oh man, I gotta wait to get a sample. Of that. Yeah, he's and gonna have to mail it. And, and then like two weeks later, he was like, yeah, here you go. Yeah. And then that the last, I mean, the last thing is I was able, and I'll give you one guess who I might have been able to get this through, but I was able to get a bottle of batch one. You're not gonna be able to see this. Bunahab and Shabonic. Nice. An old school. Uh, batch number one, 46.3. Of course, it's 46.3. It's a Buna. Of course. Um, so this was their original peated malt that they did. Yeah. So Chibonic. very, very much looking forward to cracking into this. I did a... Um, I, I, I recorded doing a neck pour of one of the whiskey dads. He had a, a couple bottles of Chibonic, and we did this up at the cottage last summer. But we did it, no, but we did it on top of a mountain. Oh, it was the and one that was completely unusable. Audio got completely destroyed because of the wind, and we just, we just couldn't end up using it. Um, so, But I'm not sure what batch that was. But anyways, love the, love the Chibonic. So, yeah. Nice. So those have been uh, those have been my additions. I've, uh, uh, I'm close to the end of a bottle of Chibonic. It might be batch mm. three. Um, but when we'll do a your neck pour I'll, I'll kill the rest of my chibonic and yeah. we'll hop on and do a a chibonic pot nice or a video nice man it's yeah some so good some, neck some nice things out. rock and roll well I, i'll start off with what i'm drinking yeah. right now uh this was a gift from you but i am having the tomatin cask strength yes uh, Tomatin, we did just the Tomatin 12-year-old with one of our pairings. Yeah. Uh, I believe that was the Triumph and Torment. Triumph and Torment. Strange. Doctor Strange and Doom uh, book was one of the very first pairings that we ever did and recorded. Um, So you go back in the archives and find that one. Um, But bourbon and sherry cask matured. Um, It's fantastic. So thank you. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let me get the percentage on it. So I didn't record a neck pour but we'll do a we'll pretend that it's just a neck pour and i'll do a review <laughs> on this 57 and a half yeah so it was a banger that's a beast um, beast it's pretty good um, tomatins that's great distillery and value just to cut it great yeah. value for what you're getting out of that distillery great I, highland yeah from when it comes to like highland distilleries it's it's probably one of my favorites um Another uh, pretty cool bottle that I was able to pick up was this Galdrins, which is a Campbelltown blended malt. Yeah. Uh, so this is from Douglas Lang. So this is in part of, I think I mentioned this in a previous pod or a video that I, at the start of this year, kind of dubbed 2022 the year of the indie bottler for me of like, I don't know how much money I'm going to spend on core range stuff. I'm mostly going to go out and hunt for the independent bottle or single cask yeah, one-off weird stuff and just kind of cool it on getting lag 16 Bowmore 10. Yeah. Cause I don't know that stuff is uh, fine, but this stuff is when it gets cool. So this is uh yeah, Douglas Lang, a really cool indie bottler. They do this blended Campbelltown 46.2%. Uh, there will be a full review on that coming. I've tried a couple drams of it and it's, very, very good. Um, there 
is a review of this up on our YouTube channel, but I'm just going to mention it here. This is the another Andy oh. bottling the 80 Rattray Tobermory 12, uh, 57.8%. So you can go and check out my review on that, which is really That awesome. is so good. It's really good. That's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like a 57% banger. Just bourbon barrels, nothing fancy, no fuss, no muss. You want to know what Tobermory whiskey tastes like? We just cranked it up to 57 percent. here you go put we had a very very nice easter weekend uh park dram of that yeah. while we while we met at a park down in london and the kids were all playing together and it was it was great it was very very good um i too a single cask nation um so i have the tomatin again that's <laughs> so a, single yep. cask nation tomatin 12 year old uh 58%. Wow. On that bad boy. A lot, so a lot of cast strength happening here. Yeah, apparently I'm only <laughs> buying stuff that's over 50. Um, so I've got, I might do, we might, I might do the double shot review on the Tomatin. The two Tomatins. Side, yeah. side by side, the, the core, like the core release cask strength with yeah. the independent bottle cask strength. See how they... Um, match up together uh yeah that james Eadie that we've talked about and then these last two aren't indie bottlings but they're kind of fancy releases um these came from uh again the goat mr mike brisebois was able to procure these for me so first up is this deanston 2006 cream sherry finish which is oh. a 13 year old deanston done in a cream sherry for those looking the color the color on this bonkers uh so 54.2 percent on this one um a lot of people in canada were able to get the 16 year old oloroso organic oloroso deanston which was a phenomenal phenomenal release that was the cream sherry right was that the no, it was or, just organic, that was just the organic yeah just organic oloroso 16 year old so this is a 13 year old um i haven't done a side by side because i don't have any organic oloroso i think our dad has some i kind of want to i know he watches these i would like to steal a half sample to do a side by side because i think they would stack up really well um and then the piece de resistance yes the resistance what i treated myself with for starting a new job <laughs> um this is a unahaben woo hand filled exclusive from warehouse number nine 2015 uh oloroso hogshead uh hand filled by sarah ferguson on november 12th uh 2020 thanks sarah thanks sarah uh, and this is a Bunahaben that comes in at a whopping 64.4%. Amazing. A nice little hand-filled direct from the distillery. Um, and again, big thanks to Mike for helping me get this. Because awesome. I mentioned to him, he mentioned in a Bunahaben tasting a couple of years ago that I was in with him that he'd tried these like hand-filled, hand-filled bottles. And I'd mentioned to him, like, if you're ever, ever able to find one <clears throat> that's not crazy overpriced um i would totally be interested because as we've mentioned before buna is our favorite my favorite distillery yep. uh, and being able to have something that was just hand filled right out of a cask from the distillery yeah that's uh, pretty awesome 
pretty special. And uh, so I have, I have cracked into that one, and it is spectacular. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and warehouse so. nines like they're that's like the special warehouse. Their signature warehouse yeah. where all the really good stuff goes. So there will be reviews coming for all of these various whiskeys. Um, probably going to take a bit to get them all recorded and up, <laughs> but they are coming, folks. So don't worry. Um, but I think there's a lot of good stuff coming. Yeah. And a lot well, of like interesting stuff, stuff that you can find and can still get. Um, yeah. But nothing, all I mean, except for this one, but. <laughs> um, and there's still some dusty Chabonics out there. and Absolutely. You can still yeah. find some stuff. Um, cool, man. Well, this is fun. Fun yeah. little two-parter on, the, uh, on a weeknight. On a, yeah, on a weeknight, and you know, we right. only had you know, it was just a little, little too, too, too dram evening. No, no, no it's big not deal. That bad. No yeah, big not deal. That bad at all. Um, all right, folks. Well, thanks so much. Make sure you're hitting the subscribe button and liking things and sharing things, and go to our YouTube channel if you're listening. If you're watching this on YouTube, go subscribe to a podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Help us get those numbers up. Uh, we're all about them stats. Yeah. Share it with your friends uh, as well. Um, and we are going to be getting back into the official pairing stuff as well. We're going to kind of, uh, you know, figure out where we want to go next with the books, but we're going to hit saga. We're going to hit monstrous. Whoops. Went the wrong shoulder. Um, we got uh, a whole bunch of books planned and pairings. We're going to get back into those as well, but, uh, yeah, lots of whiskey stuff, lots of TV and comic book reviews and nerd stuff coming. More stuff coming. Back in the saddle, baby. Yeah, everyone's healthy. Everyone's healthy. Babies have been born. This is fantastic. Yeah, and I never sleep anymore, so I'm always up. So why not? You're up anyways. Why not film some whiskey reviews? Uh, (laughs) So that's the plan. Uh, Well, hey, thanks, folks. This has been a fun couple hours. Sure. Uh, You get a nice double shot, and uh, you're going to get that bonus episode that we talked about in part one so if you didn't listen to it go listen to it and you'll know what i'm talking about so from the whiskey geeks my name is tim and i'm alex and remember scotch and stories they belong together cheers cheers buddy do you like haunted attractions and halloween things do you like behind the scenes stories Do you like listening to two girls go off on random, meandering tangents? Well, we've got the podcast for you. I'm Courtney. And I'm Brianne. And you can hear all those things on the Just Just Haunted House House Things Things podcast.